Hey, Pride fam. Welcome back to another episode of Pride the Podcast. Featuring extra special guest, alt-pop songwriter, William Mouse. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Welcome back to an all-new episode of Pride the Podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Rehab Entertainment. I am Io Onike Cummings. Woo! I'm Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Ashley Mitchell. Welcome back, Io. Yes. Thank you, what an Adam. opening, sis. I like it. I love it. It was my yes. first time. It was well, you know, your first time is always your best time. Well, not always. That's well, not true. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, definitely not true. Well, at some point on this podcast, we may talk about first times, and then we'll have to tell our parents not to listen. So it's fine. I'm pretty I'm sure I've, we, we've talked about this on the pod already. Oh, I'm sure we have. What is it? I'm just thinking about my first time and how uh, I might have laughed at him a little bit. But anyway, I was gonna say, you what pooped. you laugh at him for? You pooped. <laughs> he did not poop was it? Was it? Cause, was it because he's little? No, it wasn't because he's little. But mm. should I just tell it now? Yeah, sure. Let's okay. get right into it. So my first time, um, we did it, and <laughs> well, of course I, you did it. What afterwards? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like I, like as in like I can't believe that happened. But I buried my face in my hands, and he's like, yeah, I know. I'm kind of big. And I started, la- and I started laughing. I think he thought I was crying because it was my first time. But I was laughing because I was like, "I just told you this was my first time. Like, how would I have any context for that? What the fuck are you right. talking about?" Because I'm big. <laughs> I hate men. Men be like, "Yo, I, I've had that happen before too, where I've had sex and then the guy's like, uh, I'll give you some time. I know you probably can't walk right now.'" And I'm like, "Boy, let me get up out this bed." <laughs> but but listen, but holding on to everything as you get up, you're like, "Let me not let you talk shit about me, because I'm the one. I I'm not gonna do it." Adam, have you had those moments where you're like, "I can take it," and you're like, "Oh shit, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> Adam was like, "Of course." I talked the most shit up until the moment where it was like, "Well, it's time to do the deed. It's time to get it." And then it was like, "Oh, shut like, up. right," <laughs> but. I don't know. I guess I did something. I don't know. I <laughs> have also, my mouth has also written checks. My ass could not cash. I did not know where you were going to go with that when you said your mouth. I was just yeah, like, was what? Like, what did you say? Listen, you know what? I am so glad that Megan, Mc- I mean, Braden Bradley is missing today's oh. episode because he <laughs> just, no, well, let, 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 but let me tell you why, because not because of politics, because Megan McCain was the same way on The View. Whenever we were talking about sex, she was like, I can't do it. Braden is just like that on the podcast. And I know when he hears this episode, he's going to be like, thank God I miss it because I hate talking about sex, but we're going to guilt him into it. He ain't running in. So, um, but yeah, sex is actually, what about you? Have you had those moments? What? Put up or shut up. Uh, where you, where you no. had to shut up? Ashley said, "No, bam, I can handle it." <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of sex, kind of shifting into a hot topic, I've been wanting to talk about this for a few weeks now. Sex in the workplace. We know what happened over at Good Morning America with T.J. Holmes and Megan Hall of the Tennessee Police Department. It. What do you guys think about that? Do you think there's too much shame happening with that? Do you think that... No, but I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. I, I want you to tell me why. Okay. Go right ahead. So the TJ, <laughs> the TJ and what was that other... TJ and Amy Robot. And Amy thing. These were two consenting adults like what ruin your marriage, ruin your careers, whatever. I don't I care. ruin your marriage. They, that he did. No, they did. They did. <laughs> they did. Am I wrong? I mean, but there's more information that came out about that. But I'll let you finish, and we'll talk about it. Um, but the Megan Hall thing, no, they, ha, name one of the male police officers that were involved. Couldn't. Couldn't, Couldn't. do Couldn't. it if you tried. We are slut shaming this woman. Like, I'm not saying what she did was right, mm-hmm. but I'm saying why is she getting all the blame? 
Yeah. Right. Like, just because you get all the dick does not mean you should get all the blame. They put their dicks in there, too, knowing full well what was going on. I saw, though, that she was just asked to perform at some strip club. What? Like, she got some bookings. Well, I don't make, know how true that your is. your money, girl. But uh, my point <laughs> is, it's like, it's only because she's female is she being yeah. so shamed. Of course. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you should lose your job. There are there are um, police policies that you cannot fraternize with other, um, not all departments have it, but apparently theirs did, um, where you can't fraternize with your coworkers. Fine. You knew that. Got fired. Whatever. But only to- the POC men were fired. All the white men kept their jobs. Well, that's what I was going to say. There you go. I was actually going to say that. Um, there was also another instance that just came up mm-hmm. recently with uh, police officers um, being like um, convicted of killing someone. It was black people. Black people. It was black. Yeah. It was black officers, and they oh, immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. were fired, and they convicted them quickly. And I was watching the news earlier, and the gentleman who was speaking about it, he was a white man, and he was just smiling. He's like, "We did the right thing. We swift justice." And it's just like, "What's the swift justice for the white police officers? Where's Breonna Taylor's justice? How like, about like that? where is yeah. all of those people's justice for all that Philando Castile? Like, well, let's talk about it. Where their, where is their justice when it was like, oh well, we don't know about that for some reason." and our body cams wasn't working or we lost some footage. That's some bullshit. There was a police officer just recently that got, uh, he wasn't charged with felony murder. He was charged with something else, like a lesser charge. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, y'all still ain't doing right. Honestly. Shut the whole thing down. I think we should dismantle the police. They were slave catchers and they're still acting like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how, Mm -hmm. you know, it is. You know, I learned something going home. Um, with the police department there, there's so many people that are locked up in jail for like, there's this one guy that I know that he's locked up in jail for a parking, like multiple parking tickets. He's been in jail for like well over a year, like a few years now because like the public defenders there are trash. And it's just like, and you're seeing it, it's just like a catch. And like that guy is now, I feel like became acclimated to jail life because now he's cooking at the jail. What was and, like, Khalil Brower? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's just like, now they don't now you know remember the storyline on orange is a new black with tasty when she didn't want to leave jail because that was all she knew yeah. and yeah, it was kind of like institutionalized yeah, she was like there yeah you got a bed to sleep in you got three meals it's just like and, and it's like better yeah and it's like and and you have someone like making a schedule of your life like this is what you do yeah. at this time you get you also same- get your degree in in prison <laughs> yeah for free so it's 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 kind of a trickery i think in a lot of ways especially for black it's and brown people yeah and then it's interesting that you say you get your degree because some prison programs aren't they taking those away the education program some, are they? Some yeah. i mean them, that wouldn't surprise me well some of them are transferring it only to um work programs so people can make money on their books because there's some people have been complaining about it being very difficult for families and stuff to put money on your absolutely bu- on your that's books. expensive so they're saying like all right instead of the education in some cases we're gonna have you work and we'll use that money and put it on your books so you can purchase additional foods and toiletries and things that you might need mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that reminds me of um um jen shaw getting cussed out because <laughs> did you see that no. What girl, happened, girl? This girl named Dana, the other girl with black scent from uh, Salt Lake City. I deals me. Yeah, she said, "Yo, Jen, you better start being nice." She said, "If you want some money in your fucking books, were they gonna give her money in her books?" I, I mean, I don't know, but it was very much a moment of she's like, "I need to get on this show," and I know that everyone gonna be talking about me saying this. So, if we're gonna talk about housewives, can I ask that um, the week that we talk about the um, Potomac? Um, Reunion. Queens. Reunion. Yeah. Can we all wear blue? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yes. 100%. I knew Ashley was gonna be on board. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I knew Ashley's ass was gonna be on board. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's dress <laughs> let's dress Q and like wear blue. Yeah, let's let's do that. So what else has been going on? I saw George Santos um is acting up again. Liar, liar, yeah. pants on fire. So I was listening to a podcast uh the other day and was it Pride the Podcast? <laughs> no, it was oh. um Sloppy Seconds with Meatball and Big Dipper. That's close enough. And they had um, <laughs> the journalist that broke the whole thing wide open. About uh, the George... New York Times guy? No, it was, um, oh God, what is her name? Um, while I look for that, I'm going to, anyway, Keep so going, she um, broke the story. And so they had her on. And basically she gave like a rundown of like what the tea is. And baby, it's a doozy. Like, 
he li- he he lies. Everything about his life is obviously a lie. He's pathological. One of the one of the craziest ones that I thought was amusing was he lied about being on a volleyball team and having yeah. knee replacement surgery because he wrecked them <laughs> playing volleyball, and that never happened. Did y'all watch? Did y'all watch SNL? They like made a skit or had I forgot the actor's name who played George Santos but he just kept making up the most you know random me, things. Speaking of SNL that reminds me of do you remember um Kristen Wiig's character that used to like be like yeah but I also like went skiing and I, like someone would say oh I went skiing last <laughs> oh, week. Oh like, the one, oh, the one up skiing, or yeah. and I won a gold Olympic medal and I wasn't even in the Olympics. Yeah I'm yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she, she was definitely the one upper. Um, yeah. that's what George oh, Santos yeah. but they talked about him making up that he was like a volleyball star for like Baruch College and they were like that's like saying you aspire to be an assistant manager at Kohl's shots fired well I wanna her name is before we forget her name is Marissa Cabas and she put it out there that cause I... she's from the same district that he's representing her uh, family still lives there right Everyone knows who this person is, and it's just like they interviewed uh, his essentially drag mother in Brazil. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I so I want to like give some context on something I know in the past couple of podcasts, and you know we're all here about truth. I want to make sure that we so George Santos did come out as gay. Um, he was married to a woman, however, from 2012 to 2019. He began dating a man, Pedro Villara, in 2014, and they lived together until Villara moved out in early 2015. So in 2020, he said he was living with another partner named Mateus, or Matt for short, um, who he has called his husband. He claims to have four dogs. I mean, I'm sad that they're saying he claims to have four dogs because no one knows one in this man's life. <laughs> he told the media in October 2022, I am openly gay, have never had an issue with my sexual identity in the past decade. Santos did not publicly acknowledge his previous marriage to a woman until it was reported in December 2022. The month he told the New York Post, I dated women in the past. I married a woman, adding that he was okay with my sexuality. People change. So I just wanted to clear up that, like, because at first it kind of seemed like, oh, this man has got this secret life and he's presenting himself as straight, but he has always been running on the he platform ran of, as, the, as, as the gay as Republican. The gay Republican. Um, you know, which is what Milo Yiannopoulos and all of them want to run as. So I just wanted to put that out there that, yeah. you know, I don't agree with George Santos' politics. I think he is a shitty person, but I do, respect, I do respect the fact that he is a gay man. And, you know... Do you? Good, good. I was like, uh, well, we well, need I'm, to respect that he's well, gay. Well, like, I'm just saying, good for him. Just because he's aspect. gay, no, doesn't, that doesn't ab- absolve would, him or anything. Yeah. But I feel like in the media, just so I can clear what I'm saying, there are people that are making fun of him because they don't know, they didn't know that he was openly gay. They were like, oh, this man is gay and he's lying about his sexuality. And I just wanted to clear up that, like, we are not coming after his sexuality in that way. But his well, person- I am okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I, I'm just trying to say that, like, because you know, like, with um, we do this all the time with um Lindsey Graham, where it's like we say Lady John, Lady G, Lady G, and and that is us using gay as a negativity for someone because we don't really know that Lin- we don't know that we don't we know what we hear and you know people are made fun, but I just don't want us to, anybody to get into a place of using someone's gay as a negative to hit them because we see it so many times speaking of housewives I was gonna housewives say, do that all, all over the, the time. housewives they they go on gay witch hunts all the time mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single time housewives are on gay witch hunts and they're like oh you gay I mean Marlo does it a lot on Atlanta you want to eat this box? um Giselle <sighs> Giselle does it a lot on Potomac and it's sad because it's black women doing it but a lot of unfortunately a lot of the homophobia does lie Beverly, Beverly Hills too Be- Beverly Hills do it they did a whole smear campaign with Denise um so you know I think it's tough speaking of uh gays I want to talk about uh, real gays of WeHo, or no, real friends of what is it? The frenemies of WeHo. No, it's the real friends, real of, friends WeHo. of WeHo. There we go. Why? Why what? Why do we want to talk about? Oh well, because Todrick Hall, you know, he's problematic and all of that jazz. But he recently put out a handwritten note, I think by three different that. people. Because it's like basically it was just like Not three different people. You uh, the 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 gay community wants representation, but so then when we have it, you want to get it canceled and you want to cherry pick. Yes. And some of one of the things he said, I'm sorry, Adam, uh-huh. one of the things he said was in response to someone saying, it's interesting that you're cutting something 
that has like more gay representation, more gay men, uh, 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 trans people as well, like more members of the rainbow army. Uh-huh. And then you want to turn around and like put this like other thing. I have to laugh real quick. I love when people say Rainbow Army or Alphabet Gang. Should Alphabet like, Gang. No, yeah. no, no, I don't care. They're just so funny to me. No, no, no. It's just really funny. Hmm. So anyway, I want to say something brave yet controversial. Controversial yet brave. There we go. Um. While obviously, you know, everything that Todrick has been gone, going, you know, going through in his career and being shady and mm-hmm. some weird dealings and whatnot. I do have to agree to some extent that we as a community are always like, we want more representation. We want to see this. We want to see that. And so then when we do have it, it's like, oh, well, we don't want that. We don't want this. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, okay, sis, well, you can't cherry pick. So when we That's get the opportunity, fair. you just have to deal with it. Well, yeah. speaking So if you don't like it. You don't have to watch it. I got you. But don't try and get us canceled because we're out here trying to live our best life. I'm trying to get this bag. I'm trying to get this coin. And right. you're fucking with my you're fucking with my bag. Well, right. they, they, they so that's one thing. That's the one oh. pretty much the one thing I, I really agree with. Everything else. I don't. Well, I, did, I rocks, did like but. that he did speak out and he talked about gay men actually making more money than like straight men like yeah. on average. And I thought that was interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I have to agree with Adam because speaking from experience about a little show named Pride the Series. Um. Well, <laughs> well, you know, that's what a lot of people ask. And I think that <laughs> what's interesting is, you know, when we try to, when us queer people, we, and I, I can't wait to talk to our guest today, William Mouse, because I know that he has a lot to say about this, but like when queer people are trying to put our work out there and, and you know, it's already scary trying to tell our stories because mm-hmm. the stories we're telling are ours or people that we may know, and we're trying to put it out there and to get that help and that that support. It's it's so tough. And with pride, when I found out how many people, you know, it's like, you know, make you know, friends. Can you guys go on there and um, you know, make you com- like, like like share, like comments comment. and share? And then they were like, oh yeah, we ain't watched yet or this and that. That always takes me aback because when I do something else, you know. Oh, Darrell's out doing the Beyonce dance at the club. That gets 230 likes. I've been doing that dance since I was 17 years old. And you now I told I, everybody how you're old. Yeah, that's fine. I'm <laughs> proud of my age. Cut black ain't cracking. But like my leg did crack on the last time I did the no. dance. And so for people <laughs> and so for people who want to see what happened, please go and like and comment on Pride the Series on Amazon and Tubi TV. And also listen to all of our episodes of our podcast and give us some feedback. And we will release exclusively the video of Darrell and how he tore his growing dancing to Beyonce. So you, you can tore like, it? Like actually it was, like it was, had so, to go it was, to the doctor tore it? Well, I should have went to the doctor. It's still hurting, I.O. But niggas. Because you know what oh, I said? God. My granny said, put a little mustard on your tongue and rub some aloe vera down there. What does, your, what does mustard on your tongue have to do with I don't know, but ever since I was little, they always said that. Well, you know what? Let's go to break and actually look into the mustard theory and see why that's a thing for like old black people. Are you going to we'll, remember to do that? I am absolutely about to do oh, it. Okay. Guys, go refill your drinks and everything and we'll be right back with William Mouse. I can stop and just say I'm sorry but not for the way that I want you. you send me shirtless photos. How am I supposed to respond? Welcome back, everyone. And we're back. Yay. I'm super excited to speak with alt-pop songwriter, William Mouse. Welcome, William. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Yay. We are so excited for you to be here to talk everything. We were in the green room. I got to see your handsome cat walk by the screen. So tell me, like, tell me about the cat. I want to know that first before I even know about you. So her name is Maeve. She's um she's eight months. Oh wow. She's a she's, she's a baby. Like, no, she she's a, a grown ass woman. Excuse me. In cat years, that's a, it is like it's like she's 15. like twenty. Okay. <laughs> she is old. I, I can maybe give a sneak peek. Oh. <laughs> and she's but one. Yeah. She lets you pick her up, so she likes that. She is obsessed with me and i'm obsessed with her so i'll take it she lets me just do anything see that's the sign of a good cat you can like pick them up and they're not like mm, Mm, back arching adam loves cats (laughs) he loves when you can like pick them up and play with them and you can do whatever you want 
They're just perfect and so wholesome. I get it from my mom. My mom's obsessed. Oh, I love that. I love that. So, William. Where is mom? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. Yeah. So, I'm originally from Minnesota. I me grew up in too. A You're kidding me. Yeah, dude. I had the accent and everything. Ah, so, I grew up in Victoria, Minnesota. Okay. I grew up in Plymouth. Of course. Of right. course. I used to go to the Sky Zone. This, I mean, I'm an old lady, so I don't even know if this guy's son was there. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive <laughs> Yeah, I grew up in Minnesota. Um, I moved to, I live in Brooklyn now. I moved to New York in January of 2021. Wow. Um, Congratulations. We, we live in New York as well. So, I, honestly, Damn, so we this, should have done, yeah, we should have just had you here in th- studio. So that keeps happening, by the way. <laughs> well, we'll have guests come on. And they're like, yeah, I'm in the city or I'm in Brooklyn. Like, I'm we, in Washington Heights. They, we literally had a guest right. be like, I'm in Washington Heights. And I was like, so next door? And they were like, what? And then they said, we're going to go to our reps and tell them. You should have told us because we would have just came in studio. So you just giving us a reminder here. Pride the podcast. We will let them know. If you would like to come in studio, it is available. No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad I could have an answer. Yeah. Your chair is empty, William. <sighs> I forgive you. <laughs> empty chairs at empty tables. Empty Anybody? <laughs> no, where's that from? Oh, this musical theater reference. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm getting my BFA in musical theater. That's why I'm Where? Oh, wow. Um, it's called Cap 21. I know Cap 21. So does yes. Lady Gaga. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I <laughs> love it. So, William, let's talk about all of that. So, when did you know you wanted to do music and, and be an artist? Like walk us through your life when you were first born to now. Absolutely. So I would say, honestly, I grew up watching American Idol, like Miss Jennifer Hudson, Fantasia, Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like all of these artists, I was just, I was just in awe of everything they could do. And I just fell in love with American Idol specifically. Um, I would say I always wanted to be like a that pop star or whatever yeah. the gross mm-hmm. was like Montana, but I I didn't really know how to write. I didn't connect with any of the random lyrics I could come up with. Yeah. So I kind of just felt like I was gonna be like, well, maybe I could sing. Um unfortunately. But now, you know, moving to New York, that is kind of where I I found I feel like my voice through my writing. Um, and I think that's specifically because I kind of just came out of the closet just a few months before that uh, moving here. Wow. This is a good place to be out. Yes, this is a great place to be out. Not just New York, but also Pride the Podcast. <laughs> because, I mean, to to have that, you know... I came from a small town as well. Um, Adam did as well. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my graduating high school class was 13 people. So wow. with that... I know about small towns and I, I just know how um, how stressful it can be. I'll just say that, you know, and trying to be yourself and, and being there and, and not really feeling like, you know, you have that one girlfriend that you're like, I'm going to tell her. But then what you don't realize is that all the girls in school gossip along with everybody. And so we do. By the time you get out of school that day, everybody knew I was gay because I told my best friend, I was like, hey, girl. Like, I think I like boys. She's like, oh, I won't tell nobody. Bye. I have only outed one person, and it was not to everybody. I outed them to another person, and that was it. Well, that other person probably outed them to another boy. No. Person. You were doing I, it I, justice. I, I, I outed my cousin to my, my dad. We're we about to have our Joy Behar oh, no. and Megan McCain, like, <laughs> like moment, because that's wrong. My dad. My dad. My dad. <laughs> Your father. My yeah. father. My father. My father. <laughs> All right. So, William, let's talk about it. Growing up in a conservative town for you um you said when you were 12 years old the music director of your church was forced to resign for marrying a man uh talk to us about that and how what that had effect on you like how did how did that make you feel i also yeah. don't want to out you again but like aroundish, what year that was that um okay so i'm i'm 19 mm-hmm. so what is that how do i do math no just like how many years ago <laughs> oh so like like seven, oh, okay. seven, eight. Yeah. seven years ago. Yeah. Oh my God, that's not even that long ago for that. Okay, so yeah. for that to be happening. Yeah. You know, I think what, honestly, it didn't really hit me until mm, a week or two later when I'm at my faith formation class and we're asked to read um, this like article that they wrote about the church and how yeah. we accept 
we accept gay people. We accept this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just a little, I'm kind of just sitting there like, Hmm. Just kind of like the I math was just, wasn't I, mathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The math was not mathing. Um, and you know, I think um, it, it absolutely, um, I think, put is the reason why I didn't speak about it. Yeah. For I mean, I get that. If you seeing someone that you see yourself in being treated a certain way, I would definitely go into hiding. And I mean, well, yeah, unfortunately, the I, like people who I were extremely close with in my life, you know, are commenting on this situation as maybe they should because we're all going through it together. But and then you're kind of just sitting there questioning everyone around you and questioning if I'm the one who is in the wrong here. Well, well right. I actually want to bring that up. I, I know that the other two have some questions as well, uh, but I want to kind of bring up that very point you know when you're probably coming to terms with coming out or you like you're hearing them talk negatively about someone else who came out and that's one thing I would have in school I would hear them there was an older person um, who was actually a relative of mine and they were a cheerleader it was a male it was the first male cheerleader and I remember people referring to them when derogatory names and saying all these things and I, I feel like it forced me back in because I was like well and I, and I also felt guilty because I'm like, I'm letting them say this about this person when I know this is what I am, too. And I don't know. It's it's a very, you know, it, it's very weird because you don't want to put yourself in any danger or lose, like, what you have going on. But at the same time, you're like, you're sitting here calling, saying all these words, and I'm just sitting here letting you so I can still fit in and protect myself. So did you ever have those moments? You know, what... What I really, what really kind of, when I sit here and kind of process all of it. This is what this I is, kinda, therapy, by the way. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I mean, I honest, I question because I, I truthfully, I, I mean, I knew I was gay since I was like five years old. Yeah. I, and I, and I, it's, I didn't really, I never, I'm glad to say I never wanted to change that. Yeah. Oh. That's I cool. never wanted to change that. I was like, I was like f it like of like of course but what i'm just like why but then i'm like why am i and why am i trying to avoid the conversation right i think i just was I, i'm over the pressure of needing to explain yourself like none of my freaking friends are are explaining themselves to their parents my brother and sister aren't explained didn't have to say anything to my parents so i'm like why is there an expectation that i need to acknowledge this part of me as if it's something that is wrong and something that shouldn't be a part of me. You know, I've never really thought about that. Like, you know, I just always, you know, for me, myself, and then the people I've Mm -hmm. seen around me, it's always like, yeah, you know, I had to give this explanation or this and that and the other. And it's like, well, you know, we necessarily, we don't have to. And we, I don't and need we to. had to have a coming out story. I think the thing yeah. is, is like for us being around boys in the locker room, I think that that was more because they were, they always required that. They were like, if you are gay, like they, they're not required, I guess requested is a better word, but it definitely felt like a requirement. If you're gay, you do have a responsibility to show or, or they made you feel like you had a responsibility to tell people and listen, my small hometown in the locker room so the boys could feel more comfortable. But I was like, that's bullshit because, oh, by the way, we can also cuss on this podcast. So do that. Okay. Um, I was a little, I was like, oh. no, 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 you can do it. But like, it was bullshit because like, as I'm saying it, as it's coming out of my mouth and I'm even looking at the co my co-host, they're like, what the, and it's just like, it wasn't like a, going around the locker room saying like hey say you're gay and this and that but definitely the boys in the locker room would be like yo are you gay i need to know because like i don't feel, i want to feel comfortable oh and yeah that that, nature. that's just but then the coach would join in think about the adults in my hometown at least that you also felt bullied by because i think that you know the old phrase the kids are all right i think mm-hmm. the kids are all right at the end of the day the adults are more mm-hmm. of the problem and you know i was talking to my teacher one of my teachers from my school, and she said, there are students now that have came out as transgender and, you know, non-binary and so forth. And she said, the problem is not the other kids. They don't get bullied by the other kids. They get bullied by the adults. And I'm like, that's always been the problem. The adults are the problem. The coach, when I went to him and said, these boys are asking me to admit that I'm gay in the locker room so they can feel more comfortable. And he's like, well, you should let them know. I mean, they have a right. You know, they don't want you no, staring at their don't. junk. And I'm like, they don't have a right. I'm not staring at their junk. Not when mine is bigger. <laughs> let them know, <laughs> let them know. So, William, back to you. Adam, I, I'll give you all the next question. I just uh, wanted to go off for a minute. I'm was, tight. You are. <laughs> 
that's hard to follow up. Damn. <laughs> anyway, so oh, what was the um what what was the deno- denomination of your church? Unless you don't want to disclose, and you absolutely don't have oh, to. No, it was it's Catholicism. Word. Ah. I grew up Catholic as well. You grew up Catholic. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. So I totally understand um that whole feeling of shame and just like fear because that's kind of just driven. That's kind of a message I feel like in Catholicism. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's interesting because like I came to New York and I'm not Catholic, but I had like a group of friends who were older and gay and they were all like devoutly Catholic Mm. and they go to these like very like openly gay Catholic churches. There was one on the Upper West Mm. Side Mm -hmm. and like living their best lives. And it's just so interesting because I was like, what kind of church was it? They're like Catholic. I was like, hmm. like Catholic, like in Rome. <laughs> They're like, yes. <laughs> like really? That's so crazy. No, I was just being nosy because I wanted to know if it was like some smaller Christian sect. But no, that's a big one, and they're pretty loud about it. Absolutely, they're loud about some things, not the things that they should be loud about. How about not loud that? about the, the priests that are also being arrested in the same community? Exactly for Say the that. thing that they are doing. <laughs> That's the truth. Say that. So I want to shift also- gears a little bit. Um, so according to our notes here, you were named 2020 Harvard International Champion in informative speaking. It's true. Okay. Look at Darrell's okay. mouth. Look at your face, Darrell. So Darrell and I did forensics in, in college. Uh, and then oh I did. Oh my gosh, what categories? Uh, I usually did like POI or poetry. I did POI and prose. Um, I broke at nationals as well. Uh, yeah, you I, did, did. I did not get first place, but I did bronze <laughs> at nationals, which was crazy for me to see all the people I beat on that thing. Like, that was wild. Mm. I was just like, and, I, and it was a piece about. Um, Actually, I don't think it was the N-word they got. I don't think it was that one. There was a piece about the N-word, but it was the one where I actually, which will probably be offensive now, where I played a Vietnamese. I had to do a voice of this Vietnamese like um, transfer student uh, with this young boy who uh, his father had left him when he was young. And so that really touched people. And that's what I broke with. I thought I'd break with the N-word, but they weren't ready for that. So they let me, broke, they let me break with the more offensive one. So basically they were saying... You can be racist, but you can't go against racism. Correct. Got it. Texas. There we go. I'll excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. <laughs> That's right. Well, um, I also did cross-sex debate in high school. Did you do cross-sex debate any? I did not. I just did speech. Uh, Me too. That's fine. I bet you would have been really. I bet you would have been really good at debate. I probably would have ran my mouth for sure. Oh, I like, I ran it. I was ready to fight. I was ready to throw hands. So I, <laughs> I, I I'm curious about the topic that you spoke about, which was you know, um, they made a whole movie about it. It's like, do I sound gay? No, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't see the movie, were you inspired at all by that film, or was this something that you just were like, I feel passionate about this because I deal with this on the regular. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so the, the yeah the topic was the gay voice. Mm-hmm. Um, something I, I I spoke about um, towards the end of my the, that speech um, was about how my my freshman year of high school um, the the man who coached me his name is Travis Rother he's absolutely amazing like he amazing. is he's, it's like but my freshman year he he actually asked me if I was gay. Um, None yet. <laughs> And in that moment, I didn't even know how to respond. I'm pretty sure I responded with, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I just, like, um, and, you know, like, for like three years later, my senior year, he ended up coaching me and he kind of came to me with this topic and he kind of spoke about how he confronted me in that and how, you know, that's maybe not the, the <laughs> best way to approach something. Um, but yeah, he was specifically inspired by that film. He, he had seen it and he's like, he had um, brought it forth to me and he, he thought I could really um, just really feel, like learn something from it. And sure. you know, I, I watched it and I absolutely fell in love with it. Right. <laughs> and then you just go on the trail and then, just like the like Disney and code switching within and queer coding within Disney, it's actually mm-hmm. just makes me sick. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. But I really like that 
you went that route with your topic is normally I feel like in anything that I would always see, it was always, you know, kind of something that would tug at your heart or like, I don't know. It's just, you yeah. know, cause I don't want to say like cliche topics, but like it was safe. I think it they, was, were they were a safe topics. They were cliche and safe, you know, um, just, especially, you in know, Texas. war or <laughs> war. You, I say Texas, I you say war right on, <laughs> right on topic. But so I, you know, kudos to you for doing something like that, because I know somebody out there saw that performance and was like, and it helped them and it helped them. Yeah. And so that's amazing that you were doing that. Your what was a senior year of high school? Yeah, it was my, it was actually 2020. Um, right. right. So like I, for the Harvard tournament, I was able to actually go to Harvard, but cool. for national, it was online. But I still um, won. I still won it. I know that's, that's right. I'm so proud. That is so amazing. <laughs> I, there's so, just a note, you know, you living here in New York. So I actually need to put you in touch with someone we can talk about offline, but they do uh, forensics competitions, uh, speech, um, poetry, all that. They do it here um, mm-hmm. in the city and in Long Island. They're always looking for judges and stuff. And so like I did it one year. But I've been thinking about doing it again because I do miss that world. And if you ever feel like you're missing that world, that little part of you, like, let's connect because I would love to connect you. I mean, you could I think what Adam said is true. You were so inspiring and the piece that you did. I know that there's another William Mouse out there that could use the current William Mouse to, you know, fill their oats as well. So I want to do that. Oh, no, that would be literally a dream. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So we'll, we'll connect offline. I.O. Oh, I was going to switch topics. Uh-huh. Yes, no, no, no. And talk about your music. Right. Yes. I was going to lead into that. Are you inspired by? I, I mean, I heard uh, your song, Wasted. Is that the mm-hmm. name of it? And it yes. was very um, Maxwell esque. <laughs> so, like, and you're, you sing in the falsetto. So it's like very Maxwell. So, like, what is, I mean, did I just steal your answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, Maxwell is a genius. As yes. of, um, you know, I'm. And he gets the He looks good. Like, I want him, but go ahead. <laughs> you were saying, I'm sorry. No, no, don't worry. Honestly, I think um, something I really wanted to like establish within like my first kind of out there music was was that I I can be a vocalist and that that's kind of my priority. But also, I'm able to write. Um, what I actually feel and what I've, what I've lived through, even though I'm like, literally that's disgusting to say, cause I'm literally a child. So I'm really sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. Listen, you're alive. You're alive and you're a human being. And just because you're a certain age, don't mean you don't have experiences to speak from. That True doesn't make any sense. That there are people who have had much more. You, you see these life. little kids walk around here. We, I have a little pseudo niece named Amalia and she act like her life is so hard. She's walking she around here just like, oh. Yes, her mother was on the women's uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. If you can achieve puberty, you can achieve a pass. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? I forget. Still Magnolias. Still Magnolias. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, my friend's going to be ashamed that I forgot. <laughs> um, I would say, like, writers and vocalists that I am, like, just extremely um, – just inspired by i mean jasmine sullivan like a yes they're black woman who can sing the fuck out of anything the and also just moves. writes it on the page she's just writing it on the page yeah um, there, there's an, an incredible um non-binary artist named evan mcintosh that i'm extremely inspired by one of my favorite songs on the planet is called gorilla in a skillet which sounds like the most random thing in the entire world but it's somehow just like the most emotional and like vulnerable piece i've ever experienced wow. so like and like even like remy wolf like it seems random i'm just like just like i love i love i thought like, you were gonna it- say remy ma i said wait a minute <laughs> No, we, okay. That's a I mean, that's genre. good too, but you know, it's a lot of features she got. But whatever. Ooh, the shade. I mean, I, I, she's in New York. You better stop running your mouth. I do because she will stab me. She stabbed for less. And I love Remy. Team Remy, not Nikki. Sorry. Go on. Moving on. I don't know. I don't want no. I don't want no smoke. I don't know. Are you a Barb, William? Uh, of course I'm a Barb. And there, there went our whole friendship. There you go. I mean, I'm a Barty. But, like, listen, I don't dislike Nikki. I just wish Nikki would support a little bit more online because her fans get her in a tizzy, and they're like, Nikki, this girl thinks she's better than you, and then Nikki just start talking about said girl. I'm like, nobody I, said that but your fans. I'm not going to talk about Nikki because I don't want to get beat up. I'm telling you. 
They'll dox all of us. <laughs> Who's gonna beat us up, Nikki? No, we we her, her crazy her, husband. Her crazy. He husband. can't leave the house and come near a school, and I stay near a school. And the barbs <laughs> are crazy. They will dox us. Yeah. We'll have people at that's our fine. door. That's fine. I'm not worried about Kevin Petty. He cannot reach me. There's children <laughs> in this building. He can't come in feet of children, including his own. Oh my! Ne- Ooh, the shade. My next door neighbor has kids. I think I'm safe. You're safe. No, don't worry. If there's kids around, he won't find you. Um, <laughs> that's all I got on that. This podcast is also very shady as well. So, William, let's talk about your first single benefit that you released this past June. Um, it was streamed in over 40 countries on the first two weeks alone. Talk to us about that and what encouraged you to bring that song out. Yeah. So initially when I started writing the the project, um, Who You're Talking With, mm-hmm. I kind of I had a vision that it would be like this, like, I'm pissed off. Like you, like I've had like, look at me, like I can be mad and I can write and I can do whatever I want kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I initially thought the whole project was going to be benefit and kind of about how, you know, I kind of let people take advantage of what I have to offer. Yeah. Um, and I kind of don't, I, no, I don't want to say take anything in return because I don't, I don't, I don't believe in take. Like I don't want to take anything. It's a shared experience. But I think with benefits specifically, like just like the title, like I don't want to just be your benefit. Like I have, I am so much more than that. I'm mm-hmm. worth so much. Oh, I love that. I'm not just a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have true. feelings. Right. right. <laughs> it is true, especially, you know, in, in our community. Uh, so your first live show you had at the Meadows, right? How's that? It was it was honestly one of the best nights I could have ever had. My parents flew in to <gasps> see it. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, because truthfully, I, I don't really show them much that I do. <laughs> and yeah. so but it was it was just beautiful to be able to like sing. I mean, as a musical theater student, like I, I perform, but I never really get to do my own writing and really my truth besides yeah, right. my senior year when I, you know, when I got to kind of tell my story and use my, my stereotypical gay voice as a way to establish like, wait, 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 you're gay. <laughs> wait, you're gay. No, wrong no, podcast. My bad. My bad. Uh, wrong podcast. <laughs> this is called prude. The podcast. We don't do gay here. We are not a complete rainbow. <laughs> I love I I love all that William. So your family has been very supportive like hearing you say that. So they were supportive of you when you came out. How was that experience? Yeah, so actually I I came out with with my speech after I won nationals. We are gay people are so dramatic. We are so dramatic. I know. We always have well, to come okay. out with like a situation. I love us. No, just you wait. It was going to be even more extra than what happened was. I was for nationals. I was actually supposed to be performing in New Mexico. Uh-huh. And I had hoped that, I mean, I worked my ass off. I knew I was going to be in that final round. So I wanted my parents to fly out to New Mexico and watch me do it live. Oh, my gosh. And then but find out that sitting epic. in the audience. Yeah. Exactly. How very is, Sister yeah. Act 2 with Shirley Ralph sitting there watching us <laughs> sing. Her daughter sing. Anything for Miss Whoopi. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but so uh, I had to take the alternative route, the COVID route. And we, we just uh, sat down. I mean, I mean, there wasn't. Yeah, my parents are a dream. They they couldn't be more supportive. They, I mean, I, I made it kind of obvious, but <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "We just but, wait for you to say something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, I, which I knew was going to be the case. I, I, again, I didn't want it to be like a hiding. I didn't want it to be like I'm like you're seeing this part of me, not this part of me. Like, the, I was still, but again, I just didn't. I've, I'm over the pressure of needing to converse about it. Yeah, absolutely. So before we let you go, I have one more question. It's a little broad, but it's totally, you know, our podcast is Pride the Podcast. So I want to know what pride means to you. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good question. I think being able to um, confront your truth and not let anybody else tell you what the fuck your truth could be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. That is so like, direct like, and point. You're right. Like it's it's really only up to you, and it's it's you know, I'm I'm over I'm over I'm over people telling us what to do. 
Me too. Say it again, because I am so, <laughs> so honestly, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. It's, it's aging me quickly. <laughs> um, but look, I got, I tell you both what to do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, girl, then listen, then, I guess that's on period. William, we love you so much. Please listen. Next time, come back. Come no, in next studio. Time, come in the studio. Yes. I will be there. Yeah. I will be there. You tell me the day. Yeah. yeah. We would love it. And we will sit here and discuss a whole episode of Hot Topics. So, William, <laughs> let, our, um, let our listeners know where they can find you on social media and find your music. Yes. Yes. You can find me on literally all platforms. My name is William Mouse. M-A-U-S is how I spell my last name. Um, all platforms on Instagram. I'm at William Mouse as well. And my TikTok is at William.Mouse. <laughs> Yay. You are absolutely adorable. And I'm so glad that you joined us for this podcast. So looking it forward to following your journey and speaking to you more soon. Yes. I can't wait. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome, William. Talk soon. Yes, bye. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. Oh my God, William was sore adorable. Just sore quiche. I did like him a lot. He was really, really kind. Yeah, he was so sweet. I can't wait to follow his career. He's so young. And we had so much in common when he was talking about Mm -hmm. forensics and all of that stuff. Like it was. I, I love that. And he was I, an, go ahead. No one person who's done forensic, and I've been. I was like dying Is it me? to mention because no. I did. Well, you now, but wow. I didn't know that before tonight. Wow. Um, yeah. uh, but the one person I know that did forensics in high school and then again in college, but I only knew him in college, um, was nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> who is it? Oh, yeah. I am. Who is it? <laughs> well, his name is Brian Tyree Henry. And, and he nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Causeway. That is yeah. amazing. That is I very cannot amazing. believe it. He's my best friend. I'm friends with an Oscar nominee. I'm friends with an Oscar. <laughs> you are? Who are you friends with? Right. <laughs> We're friends with you. We're friends with him. So Jennifer Lawrence. That degree is separation. J-Law. J-Law. I mean, you it's know literally what? one degree at this point. Like, We're right Oh, next. yeah. No, I was telling everybody at work. I was I've like, told everybody. Um, by the way, y'all, guess what just happened to me? I did. <laughs> like, no. my best friend's best friend. No, I took all <laughs> the... I was, <laughs> I was on a work call. I said, my fr- I, I said my friend's friend. But I said, I know him, though. Because I had to get some credit. <laughs> and I said, he is nominated for Oscar. They were like, what? I was like, yeah. So, but like... No, but Brian, this is an official invitation from Pride to Podcast. Come join us. Come we would play. Love to have you on here. Yeah. Or I, I want to ask. So you, you can tell us about some... how IO's trifling. I knew because I was like, if they ever get Brian on here, that episode will not be about Brian. It'll be about yeah, like shit from college. Yeah, and that's I want to know what it. it'll be about. <laughs> and that's and what I, I can't about. wait. And it's gonna be like all about them trying to get my secrets. You got you got yes. some secrets. Um. One thing, producers did come in. I do have to answer this because I'm going to let it rock about mustard. Oh, yes. Yeah. So mustard has been used in clinical trials to relieve <laughs> muscle spasm, <laughs> relieves respiratory disorders, cures body aches, promotes heart health, uh, fights bad breath, uh, prevents cancer. We should have given that to our old roommate to fight bad breath. He should have been <laughs> eating mustard every day. Um, Grill. We're not supposed to talk about that person. That person doesn't exist. We're not talking about Bruno. I'm just telling you. Uh, <laughs> AIDS and metabolism. We don't talk about Bruno. Promotes hair growth. My black ass need to be eating more mustard. But so, yeah, mustard has been known uh, for all of those uh, things. And people have been using it for years. So it was typically used by African-Americans um, when they were in the slave times because they were like, we need to create our own medicine and stuff. So that's what it was used for. I'm going to tell mm. you this. Basically, Darrell was like, you're not about to talk shit about my grandma on this podcast. And 100%. <laughs> 100%. And you know why? Because anytime I use, anytime I, I just realized all four people in this podcast got glasses on right now. Uh, <laughs> we all blind as shit. the last one to join First the club. All, I'm not blind as shit. I use them for distance and I'm wearing them currently because I'm not wearing any makeup. But I'm sitting very close to you. So I'm, I'm not, not wearing distant. any makeup. Uh, no, I, Io and I have pretty much, because Io tried my glasses on the other day. We pretty much have the same prescription. It's pretty close. So we're, we, I feel like we cannot, is a little stronger. Yeah, I can't see far away at all, yo. And I kept telling, and listen, it wasn't like I wasn't trying to get glasses. I told Ashley Adam, I said, I told them when I went for my eye test that I couldn't see. And they were like, no, nah, you good. And passed me. And I was like, that's <laughs> inaccurate. I'm telling you guys, I cannot see. So I went to, um, 
wonderful doctor uh, uptown, um, Dr. Jason. Um, wait, what is his what is his last name? Dr. Jason Derulo. Uh, no, oh, he oh. needs to. <laughs> no, he needs to grow up. Uh, but he really needs to grow. No, up. he has to. He has got to get out of that TikTok house. He was doing a dance <laughs> yeah, the other day. He really does. He's got to get a TikTok house, girl. All of his yeah. TikTok. Isn't he almost forty? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what Jason Derulo said? So somebody commented on him being in a TikTok house, and he was like. I make $50,000 a day doing this. Yeah, and, some, do shit. and somebody was I don't like, that. and you know what somebody said? You he still does. need to get, you, they say you still need to get out of the house. They say, I don't, great on the money, but like, you don't have to live there. You don't have to be at that TikTok yeah, house. You, you can like do a, the same thing at your own house. He looks like a creep. Or, yeah. or you could go to the TikTok yes. house one day a month and then do that. And I'm sure your songs can handle the rest. You you still ain't making yourself a strong argument, sir, by saying like, well, yeah. I make this much money. Now so, you sound like a douche on top of being a child. Now you still look dumb. Yeah. Anyway, back to the Oscars. Oscar. So um, we finally, I think we're going to get Angela Bassett, oh, thank God. her Oscar. Oh. God, please, baby Jesus. It's it's all way overdue. It's but. way overdue. And I I don't know. I'm just so happy for her regardless. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She's such an amazing actress who, like, doesn't get all the flowers that she deserves. But mm-hmm. I think now she is. I'm worried. There are other actresses. Well, there are other actresses in that category who also haven't gotten their flowers. And the mm-hmm. Oscars fucked up again and, and all the directors are male. Are male. I saw that. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is one of them. I didn't realize Jamie Lee mm-hmm. had never, never been nominated been. for an mm-hmm. Oscar. I, I guess that's something yeah. that in my brain, but she said she's always done movies that... But left. she's in supporting. I'm, I'm talking about lead. Like Michelle Yeoh, they've never... I don't think an Asian woman has ever won Best Actress, let alone been nominated. I really hope so win. I feel like... Michelle might get it. I really hope. I do hope too. Yeah, but Michelle, Michelle and Angela both and, can't Angela, win. Angela's in supporting. No wait, Angela's in supporting. supporting. Oh, Angela's in supporting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Michelle's so, in leading. So, so, so that's what I hope wins. I, I'm, I'm. Cons- I, I feel like Angela's gonna sweep it because I can't imagine her winning at all the levels. And then it's I happened love, I love, before. I, it has happened before. It's happened to me. <laughs> I know I was devastated for you Adam Thanks. no 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 it, ha- it did happen Adam and I didn't think you were going to bring that up but I'm so sorry um, but what are we talking about when I, Adam won, won, I was in high okay. school my senior year of high school I won best actor all the way up until I, we got to regional and I barely got um, honorable mention. an honorable mention and then we got to state and I didn't get anything so it's just like wow Oh, I thought you were talking cool. about the Golden Globes and the Screen Actors Guild and all that. No, well, there were my Screen Actors. No, no, I'm not <laughs> yeah. I just, I just didn't know. What about my scars? Um, I didn't know. But we have nice. a lot of firsts this um, awards we do. season. We do, but we also have a yeah. lot of snubs that are very upsetting. Um, yeah. Danielle oh. Dreadweiler um, oh. from Till. Till. You know, mm-hmm. Till was completely shut out. Um, which is which yeah, is heartbreaking. Was. Which mm-hmm. is heartbreaking for a lot of different reasons. Obviously, um, you know there were, there was other actors and stuff that you know people felt like that they should have gotten their moment to shine. So uh, I, I, Viola I, Davis, the Viola, Woman King, Lashana Lynch from the mm. Woman King, John Boyega from Woman. I mean, Woman King also was pretty much shut out. Completely John shut Boyega. out. No, no offense, I think he's really really cute, and I think he's a really he looked really real good. good. He looked real good in Woman King. Um, mm-hmm. Ashley and I had a good old time at Wedding Woman King. We did. Y'all said that like John Boyega came through the aisles and played in y'all kick. He did. <laughs> it was wonderful. Nobody playing no kick. He had, he had two hands and two ladies. It was wonderful. It was the best thing ever. I don't see no lady. How dare you? <laughs> you said, dare first you. of all, how dare you? Second of all, <laughs> yo, yeah. I said, how dare you? How dare you? Like, yeah. I don't know what I was. But were you about. were you gonna say Adam about people that you said some first? Oh yeah, like Brian, yeah. Jamie Lee, yeah. um, yes. uh, Brendan Fraser, Michelle. Yeah, like yeah. There's a lot of like uh, first timers, and it's Wei, really Wei amazing Hunt, to see. Um, he was also a uh, key, uh, key uh, Keegan Peel. No, Adam yeah. from um, he from was... Indiana Jones. Yes. Oh yes. 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 And uh, Goonies. Yeah. yeah. To see That's him. Mine. To see him yeah. come back and to Hollywood. Young. Yeah, it's crazy because like he and um. Been more for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. he and uh, Brendan Fraser were in Cino Man together, mm-hmm. and like huh. them, they're coming. That's... They're coming back together. It's so sweet. Yeah. It is. Wow. I, I'm stoked about that. I think that that's. I love a good a... comeback story. Me too. Hopefully we come back. Uh, <laughs> from where? 
I'm like, and we'll be right back. No, no, no. I said, oh, we <laughs> I was like, oh, are we going? No, 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 no. We're not going right. anywhere. I was talking but, about Pride the series. About uh, what? Undia. Pride the series. Undia. Yeah, it'll be Pride the you, grandkids. You know what? I was a little surprised was nominated for best picture. Hmm. Uh, Maverick, the Top Gun story. Yeah, it was good. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I loved Oscar it. Good. I, exactly right i was like this was fun like me and my brother watched it it was like a real cool like and i always action anytime film. that tom cruise can run in a movie i don't know why but i love it it's I think it's, it's so funny it's i so want to be out there for the movie i like i want to go to the oscars the well, only movie i've seen is everything everywhere all at once and wakanda forever oh. i have uh, i'm so behind on all that's of not nominated movies. though no it's not nominated for oh. best picture but, you know I've seen Top Gun and I've seen Avatar and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Everything I Everywhere All at Once is going to win to Best Picture. Avatar. I hope. It's going it's going to so. win Best Picture and the story of it is so amazing Hopefully. because they just like they I mean it's an independent it was an independently written like brand new idea by these guys and they just did it and I really do think it's going to win and I think that I think we're gonna have some really good winners. I think Michelle's gonna take best actress. Best actress. I think uh, her co-star um, as well, Mr. Kwan, He's gonna take um, best actor. I think that Angela's gonna be best supporting. I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see some good things. I think that um, hopefully we see something come through for Brian too. I know that would be epic. That would be amazing. Iowa, if he wins, what are you going to do? Are you going to throw up? Are you going to go to the Oscars? What are you going to do? How are you going to First of all, <laughs> I'm not going to the Oscars. Mm. Um, no. should, we, should, we, should we go and go to the parties? Because I can probably get us into some parties. Maybe. Maybe. Cricket. Wait a minute. I said maybe. Cricket. Like, I don't, don't, don't tempt us don't now. Because we get some planes around here and then have to, <laughs> right. yeah, sure do. We, we get some planes and have to pay it back later, but we get on them. <laughs> <laughs> don't play with us, Io. You know, I'm getting excited because I ain't said no, and when she says no, that means it ain't right. gonna happen. She hasn't said she no. Said, I yes, like, that's true. I have problems saying no, but I love you guys so much that I know it's okay to say no. Right. Like, so that's yeah, that's cute. You love saying but no to us. You actually. say no constantly. <laughs> I don't love it. You, I mean, it's not something that you're afraid you say to do. With your chest. Yeah, and what a and what a chest you have. Um, but the fact that you ain't said no to this, I can't wait. So, listeners, next week we will update you if we can get Io to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Oh Do you guys know why the Oscars were started? Because it was a room full of white people. Well, yes, but well. also, um, so like a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of uh artists were starting to get together and like start their own production companies and they didn't want to move away from the studio system which eventually they did anyway mm. um so they started the oscars and they're like if you're not a part of a studio you can't um you can't get an oscar wow so uh, that's why they started the oscars to basically like stifle creativity which I'm is why when people are like i'm so mad because they don't want to move outside their box i was like it was to box people out they literally mm. made it to say you're not part of the club. Yeah, because right. like they were they were terrified. I hope Will Smith stormed the stage. Charlie, yeah. <laughs> they were they were terrified when Charlie Chapman and two of his actor friends uh, built a studio mm. called United Artists. Yes. Also, I just started saying Will Smith's name, so he didn't the movie he did. Um, that movie a, didn't look good in any um, way. Right, but it like it didn't get any. I mean, they thought it would at least get something for the director. Um, the director who was walking around with a slave easy. picture. <gasps> I, 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 I don't know about that man's picture. Oh my god! I'm just saying that like he did that at the premiere, right? He yeah, brought, a, he brought a the picture, actual picture, the picture that was inspired. Oh that inspired the yeah, movie. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, was yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I, uh, yeah. And so he ended up having to give that picture. He ended up having to like locate the family like the descendants of who the person whose picture that wasn't like give it back and like make a big ceremony of it because he's an idiot that is dumb and i retract like wanting him to be a part of the oscars <laughs> uh, that's exciting um, um go ahead adam no i was gonna say i'm really excited for best song because 
Natu Natu got a nomination, which it's been winning all the way up. Random. What is that? What is it's it's the song yeah. from RRR, which is oh, um, that movie's supposed to be so badass. It was very epic. It was you very long. It? I saw it. Uh, those movies are always long. Long as shit, <laughs> but very like entertaining. Yeah. The song itself is amazing. It's like five minutes of them just doing the Natu Natu. It's like a dance. It's mm-hmm. like a hook step kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that they'll have it perform it at oh, the be Oscars badass. because it would just like oh, yeah. be it would be so like, amazing. It would be like the Tonys. It, yeah, exactly. It's exactly what I mean, it would they'll, be. They'll probably do that. Um, they, they probably will because they're trying to like say like, oh, we're not just white people. Um, put, except put, they are. Put, put right. on, put, except they are. You know, Lady Gaga, I just wanted to like give a point. She has reached a record that no one else has. This is the third time she has been nominated for Best Song. Wow. Um, and she's the first person to like do that like consecutively. Good and she, for her. And she won, obviously she won... Um, with uh, that crazy ass song, that stupid ass movie that I really don't like. Oh, um, a star is born. Correct. I love that movie. Not that ver- my favorite version is the the Judy Garland mm-hmm. version. But like, I just love the like how many times they've done it. it just I mean, me so it's just such a very um easy concept. It's as easy as when people like do even the- black people have done it. Right? Like, no, they have. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that <laughs> one and and Isn't fatal- that what Sparkle is about. Is right. Sparkle's the same movie. Uh, yeah, but fatal yeah. fatal attraction is like that too. Like they keep recreating, and it's like. We can call it Fatal Attraction. You can call it Obsession. You can call it one of those other movies where Michael Ely is in there looking in the middle of the post and he got one dark-skinned woman on one side, one light-skinned woman Ooh, on the, the other side. And then you don't. Then you know that the dark-skinned woman is going to be the evil one because he's married to the light-skinned one. Or you know, they might switch it sometimes. Um, can I read something? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Louis B. Mayer, along with his Hollywood friends, created the Academy of Motion Pictures and Science to curb the newly formed expensive labor unions mm. and to avoid such other unions as the actors and the directors being formed in the future they didn't do a good job because they still got formed huh they sure did but i'm just saying like (laughs) it was basically to stifle people they didn't want people to live a living wage and it ain't new yeah no i mean listen the end the industries are constantly fighting i get emails all the time from sag where they're constantly arguing about something um right now i don't know right now equity is fighting with the tour union yeah they are because um the tour union don't want to pay the actors um um they're fighting for their housing right now yep and the right there's a writer strike that's about to take place that i was clued in i don't know why i haven't brought this up before but a writer strike is coming in the next two months i believe it is listen last time there was a lot writer strike we got a lot of good shit well, that's because the non-union yeah. right because they bring in all the non-union no, writers I'm not, to do it. Not even that. Like, like union writers like went off and did a whole bunch of independent shit. Right, right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's good too. But I will say that it was good seeing TV shows um, that had to have other writers step in uh, that were not union and get their mm-hmm. take on things. Yeah, but so. they killed heroes. They did kill heroes, heroes. but they yeah. were they were they were dying anyway. Yeah. I was about to say, I think they killed themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think. But they that, that definitely helped it along. Nail in the coffin. You know, there's been something else has been Not going on. Speak, speaking of writers, because one of the things I wanted to bring up before we left, because um, I actually heard this about the show Last Man Standing, which is Tim Allen's show, and in his particular show. Um, he was just like, you know, we all do things ourselves because they're all like against anti-union. But it's been coming out lately about because um, I saw um, the way Patricia was it Clarkson who played his wife on the show was her name uh, Patricia Heaton. Does that sound right? That sound right. Mm. She played his wife on Home Improvement, and she was just like, yeah, he flashed me one day, but it was cool. Like it, he, it wasn't nothing but his boxers on. But this comes after the heat of Pamela Anderson speaking out. Um, I want he should have been like, I don't remember doing that, but if I did, I'm sorry but he shouldn't be like i didn't do it like she's lying i'm like you are just the kind of asshole who would do he definitely did i mean literally patricia thought she was defending him by saying he wouldn't do something like that because then it's actually richardson patricia richardson i think it's her name i find that this woman but she defend she she thought she was coming to his defense by saying oh he's flashed me before but he had on boxers so if he's flashed you before why wouldn't he have patricia richardson oh yeah it is patricia why wouldn't you have Flash Pamela, you like know she's seventy one. Yeah, honestly, as, she looks great. I was gonna say, like her white is doing well. Mm-hmm. You age well when you're not problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some of her opinions are which. I, well, her defending Tim Allen is fucking problematic. But you know, we've talked about this before on the podcast yeah. about 
women who played the TV wives of these husbands, I mean, very, you know, Bill Cosby, perfect example on the Cosby show. I mean, listen, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but Felicia Rashad. Why are you was, sorry? She should be sorry. She should be. But you have these, yeah. where these women say that wasn't what we knew of the person. So it's it's tough. But listen, guys, go, right. leave, your, go leave your thoughts, your comments on our social media pages. We can't wait to hear what you think about this topics. Um, we are so glad you joined us today. You can follow me on social media. I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram, right? And Darrell Anthony on Twitter. My Twitter is safer for work. So you can now follow me and you know, my likes are cleaner. I'm Adam Andrew Rios and you can find me at boxed wine poppy with a zero on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Uh, my Twitter is not safe for work. So don't get on at work. Open if you dare. I'm Io Onike Cummings, and I am the fabulous spinster on both Twitter and um, Instagram. And I was going to say something rude about Darrell, but I don't remember, so never mind. Damn. You, oh. didn't, re- you didn't remember what you were going to say about me? That's what happens with age, huh? <laughs> oh, no. Darrell's older set, than me. You set yourself you got up the big cr- let's, pick, let's do side-by-side pictures and say, you got, you got big cr- people Hey, you take your clothes off, I take younger. my clothes off, and we okay. see who looks better. <laughs> Okay. Girls, girls, you're both. Ayo wants to get naked with me. She's been wanting it for a minute. Look at her grinning. <laughs> I know because oh, I look done. better. Ashley, look better. what are your socials? Oh, yeah. Anyways, you can follow me at Ashley Aaron M on all social media. Um, and I'm going to try and post more. I need to. Do I mean, people yeah. think you moved away from New York because no one knows where you are. I know. I've been so MIA and like in the shadows, but. I, you know what? That's what you can do. You guys can um, oh tweet at me. Okay, I'm done. You guys can tweet at me and remind me to tweet. <laughs> okay. I, I, I wrote you on Twitter Actually. the other day to tell you I love you uh-huh. with all my heart and you didn't respond. I don't ever go on but you the one who wrote a comment about me first about Days of Our Lives. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Okay, we're done. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, what were you going to say, Adam? That's you uh, out of the shadow. Made me think of Ashley Simpson's Out of the Shadow. I love <laughs> Ashley Simpson. <laughs> Oh, I love that album. Oh it my was, god. That album was, was a banger. It was. So oh my god. Guys, me. let's try to get Ashley Simpson. You mean Diana Ross's daughter in law? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Wow, Jessica Simpson it. gets to go to that house. Hmm. Damn. Let that sink in, people. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.